This sports arena is Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at EC, uh, ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to four of every pay-per-view special and now ECW on TNN in between. You got yourself, Paul, I'm joined as always by Jay. I am breaking news here. This is breaking news that I have to interrupt with. Rob Van Dam has still broken his leg. Wow. This will just prove the little bit at the beginning isn't pre-recorded, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. Rollerball. <laughs> a Roller Jam podcast follows directly after this. In 57 minutes. <laughs> um, we're still in 2000. February, to be exact. ECW Hardcore TV, episode 356. And ECW on TNN, episode 26. But we'll get to all that. Um, yeah, RVD still um, broke his leg. Weren't we meant to be hearing from RVD this week? I thought so. I thought we had an appearance on Tuesday that we were going to... Okay. And these shows are on the Friday night, Saturday night. Which is meant to be after Tuesday night. Yeah, I thought that's what they were saying last time. Yeah. No. Okay. But, you know, cool. That's, that's yeah. yeah. We're gonna kick it off like we always do, and that's ECW on TNN, which is your Friday episode twenty-six, February the eighteenth, two thousand. Cyrus obviously gives you a little rundown that Roller Jam is going to be following in about fifty-seven minutes. Um, has a go about Dusty touching a member of the network, and talks about the TV title and how RVD not being able to defend it, and they want that title. So they're going to strip RVD of the title. Yeah, I mean it's um, uh, it, it's quite a, a, an interesting way of doing it. You know, this is all very much you know the network are being assholes about it more than anything else. Um, from a storyline point, it makes perfect sense. From a pissing off the network that you're on. It's just really, it, it fascinates me how strong they went with the whole kind of tin ends a heel um, element to it. It um, seems a really unwinnable battle at this point. I, I mean, maybe TNN were in on the joke, but history suggests that maybe they weren't. Um, I, I mean, it's one of two things. Either you're absolutely winding them up or you're of the impression that they really don't care about you and they really are watching you. And I'm not sure which is the biggest damnation you want to put on your TV. Well, yeah. um, it's, it's, you know, too hardcore for, for TNN is just a bit of a weird... I don't know. It's just, it's just a bit, it feels a little self-destructive, which I know is the other DVD, but it's, it's, um, no, it, it is though. Cause it's basically the whole thanks for watching us, but you know, you'd, you'd have to watch us to know we're here. Cause they don't advertise us. You've got all that stuff sort of coming up and they do sort of really like wage war on them. And it's just sort of on their own it, channel. And it made sense if, you know, they'd had somewhere to go. And um, yeah. 
obviously there was rumours about deals were nearly there and all that, that everything fell through. But um, yeah, no, it's quite um, quite crazy. Speaking of crazy, changing the subject but keeping it extreme. Have you seen them? Old Cheddar Toys have done the BWO figures. I did. I saw it at underscore Sports Arena on Instagram. Um, yeah, no, they're looking amazing, aren't they? They are looking really good. I mean, um, yeah, it's just it's nice. I mean, obviously, they'll sit there. With, they're doing a lot of... I think out of everyone, ECW's really benefited from this sort of Hasbro-esque resurgence. Resurgence, yeah. Because a the, lot of them have sort of the contracts out there, so... Yeah, so it's... Um, is it Zombie Sailors, Heels and Faces? As the the Raven, they did the Sabu in in Series One, and they got the Raven coming up. Yeah, they've got the Raven and that, and I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, you're going to have, I guess, people like, um, obviously, your Sandman's and maybe Shane Douglas's. You know, potentially, Candido's. I mean, there's enough out there for them to really just sort of put a lot of ECW yeah. in there. Just Major Bendies have got. Pillman? Yeah, I swear um, I might be Heels and Faces doing Mike Awesome as well. I think one of them had Mike Awesome. Yeah, there's, but, there's, um, I mean, there is, there's a lot of um, good and interesting going stuff going on. Oh, massively. So, yeah, it's a good time to be a ECW fan. And wasn't one of them doing RVD as well? Might be Hills and I think faces. so. I think that's Hills and Faces as well. I think he's got loads of them. Mm. And Bill Fonzi, maybe? Yeah, I want to say Fonzi. I think there was an RVD, but I can't remember if that got caught I'm sure up with. I'm sure it had the thumbs. Legends deal. No, I swear that they had... Um... But um, yeah, anyway, if you're extreme, there's loads of, loads of good figures out there. Um, just stay away from that new sound, man, because it's awful. The FTC one, yeah. I, I mean, FTC is an interesting setup. I mean, I know you own one few. I've got, um, obviously, Shane Douglas got New Jack. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I've got, I've got a few of them because obviously, I was trying to go for the whole Jack's ECW collection, and that's the thing, you know, they, they were Jack's esque. Um, but um, yeah, they're just they're just really bizarre and uh, ridiculously slow in in their process. Uh, yeah, their turnaround is horrendous. Like by the time they come out, the gear and everything are generally so outdated, and everything else it just becomes. Um, embarrassing it is i mean and you know they, they again they've got some good intentions they sign up some interesting people you know francine's first figure everyone knows i'm a, a huge fan of our sassy queen of the extreme but um just just not good it's not good quality no so yes that's all happening uh, but anyway, sorry. So, yeah, basically, we get there. Talk about stripping RVD of the title. We then get the intro. We go to the booth with Styles. 
Joe asking if um if T and then can strip Harvey do the title. Can I do a little plug for the ECW video game. Yeah. Uh, we get teams on the way to the ring as we go backstage and Masata Tanaka is cutting a promo in dual languages, basically saying tonight he gets his belt back. So, Which is nice. Is we find out, obviously, we get uh, Masata Tanaka versus Mike Awesome tonight, which is fun. We'll then go to the ring. We've got a number one contenders match for the ECW Tag Team Titles. Doran and Roadkill versus Chetty and Nova. Um, I thought this was like a, a solid match. I mean, it's good. It's sort of been a quite ongoing feud that people have sort of gotten. It's a feud. Yep. But it was a feud that sort of didn't really, you know, <clears throat> sort of took Chetty out and, and everything else. But here we are. So I will tell you my uh, so the match itself is fine you know it's yeah. it's um you know a solid enough match they're all solid enough workers um I I I I find it funny not not annoying uh, I've moved past annoying initially it was annoying but I find it funny that every single that Doring and Roadkill have is named um, you know, it's kind of like you know they'll they'll do a bunch of it's like ah oh, that's the the huge cock knocker. <laughs> it's just everything is is you know. Oh, it's the wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. He's got it in the ring. That's the pleaser and teaser of 1963s. Are everything? Everything is is named in their repertoire. Um, uh. But yeah, I, I, and we we have the fact that apparently uh, Doring's in a bad mood because Electra's not there, so he's got yeah. a lot of pent up frustration. It's what they 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 kept saying. Um, but uh, the bit that I struggle with in this is, you know, it wasn't long ago that we had the promo from the champs saying you beat a mid card team. You know that doesn't get you any nearer. You know, you you you've you've op- you, you know you're you're opening card beating mid card teams. You know you're not on our level. Um, and here they are of the card beating the same mid card team. Being which the team doesn't really even been a team properly for a long time. No, which which apparently now gives them the ability to be number one contenders. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Obviously, you know, Dorian and Roadkill win this. They do win with the wham, bam, thank you, man. Um, after it, we get the respect angle, which I know Jay loves. Both Always. Hands. As you know, they've been basically in a, in a blood feud for years. And Didn't they break Chris Chetty's back? They had issues. I said, I remember for a while. They're the reason that, obviously, sort of Kid Cash and everything got involved, weren't they? Yeah, and I mean, you know, I know that they've been teasing this for a while with like, you know, the Dups running in, beating them all up and blah, 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 blah. And to give myself a little bit of credit, a little bit of consistency, I've hated that all the way along. So, you know, the fact that I hate the fact that I've done a, a respect angle suddenly, I feel is consistent. And then the respect angle basically left the impact players hit the ring, basically taking everyone out. 
uh, grabbing the mic and getting the usual that's not the best catchphrase in there. Yeah. Which is fair enough, and that ended. So um, we've got a number of contenders. Be interesting. Uh, to be fair, be interesting to see that match. You know, to see sort of um, if Dora and Rogue actually do get their tag team title match. So I went to the back. Oh. So number one contenders mm-hmm. are Doring and Yeah. They won the match. Yeah. Which means Chetty and Nova back of the line. We know the the title that we're aiming for, the next title match we're aiming for, is the Impact Players versus Doring and Roadkill. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I expect that to be the story that continues. Then. Cool. All right. Let's let's continue on. Especially in the pay per view, not too far away as well. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yep. Yep. Uh, Promo at the back. Mike Awesome talks about beating Taz, Spike Dudley, and New Jack. Um, now this is where it gets slightly confusing. He talks about Masato Tanaka uh, calling him out because Tanaka's RVD's friend. Now, I, I just kind of felt like he's acting like these guys haven't fought 3,000 times. And they generally have their own thing going on. I, I've never really seen RVD and Masato Tanaka together, apart from the time they were going to have that TV title match that never happened. But it's... Um, no, I mean, it's, it's strange Spike because... Could have stepped in. Well, he, he did. He's been there. Yeah, true. He's already done the whole kind of, I'm going to beat up Spike because he's your friend. Again. True. There, there was no real thing uh, and it's very interesting i mean are they are they trying to keep this feud warm do they just not know how to pivot away um it's a very strange setup it's a very strange kind of fix on it and it's um yeah i mean awesome thing is you know i'm going to to, to take out all of rvd's friends um at least Tanaka did the whole kind of, you know, hey, guess what? We've wrestled before and I've beaten you before and I've beaten you for that belt before. So here we go. Um, but Awesome was very kind of singular in, you know, the only reason we're fighting is because you're RVD's pal. Yeah, you think you, you have a best of like 9 million series that goes on for the rest of your careers. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, it don't. I don't know. It just, like I said, it's just nothingness. But I just thought it was just a weird. Um, you know, it should be more. There's a shot open. I, 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 I can't believe I'm about to say it, but um, I kind of misjudged Jeff Jones. Yeah, Judge Jeff Jones, who appeared on um, being the elite this week. Oh, yeah, he was. Um, he was there. I'm sure we'll post it um, at underscore sports arena on the still extreme uh, stories. If you see there, he'll be in there saying little video of his little cameo. Uh, so that happens. We then go to super crazy versus CW Anderson. Not bad match. I find these two didn't massively click. Um, the main talking point is the ending in this one. So super crazy. Fuck me. Basically um, takes out both of the Dangerous Alliance. CW on a table. Tries to moonsault CW through the table. Somehow he kind of almost sort of rolls off it, which ends up the table kind of landing on CW, almost flips on him. Um, so crazy then sort of... 
Yeah, so the table didn't break and they kind of fell off of the table. Yeah, and it's so like, super crazy then kind of repositioned the table on top of CW Anderson. He got pissed yeah. off. Yeah, that, that the table didn't break, and therefore kind of laid the table. Um, legs pointing on, up. Legs pointing up. Still set up, just upside down. Yeah. Um, onto CW Anderson, um, and then went to do. Whilst the table slipped around on the sweaty and oiled wrestler. And, um, yeah, basically nearly landed on the spikes and killed himself. Well, the spikes, the table leg. Yeah. It basically would have spiked him. Yes. And, um, yeah, even the commentators were a bit like, oh, wow, that's a bit lucky. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, like, John Gurner went to... They, they felt like they were doing casual panic. You know? Yeah, Jogo Gertner ended up going into a lot of detail as to what could have <coughs> impacted and how how devastating this could have been um, if he'd, you know, just skewered himself on this table leg. Um, yeah, just 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 looked just dangerous, crazy, super and crazy. Where it looked. Um, so Super Crazy obviously did pick up the win with that. We've now got highlights of loads of the matches that happened in the venue, like the Ravens stuff and everything that we covered last week. Uh, we then got Nova and Chetty out the back who call out the Impact players. I doubt the Impact players are going to listen. Nova and Chetty who didn't win the number no. one contender match are the ones cutting the promo the champions and their thing is you know you talk about making an impact let me tell you about making an impact i worked here for free for years that's an impact no it's not that's that's not an impact at all that's the complete opposite of an impact that's been so far let me tell you about yeah exactly (laughs) you've you've i mean that's as much of an impact as moss growing on something there's such an um, impact that they don't care if you leave because they won't even offer you a contract to stay around. Let me tell you about an impact. I spent three years getting dumped on my head by Taz. The impact in the ring that you're talking about? Like the indentation? A literal impact on your head. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's, I can... um I can kind of see what they're trying to do in a whole kind of paid my dues promo. Just impact but it wasn't right a good word. one. Well, the impact's not the right word to describe it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was fire. And the promo itself was, was well delivered. It's just the, the context was a bit, not on the side to make any sense. But, uh, yeah, I, and it's building a match that isn't the match that we were just told we were having. Which is the match that they've been building to for ages, or semi-ages. Lose the number one contenders match and cut a promo calling out the champions. And Dorian and Roadkill fighting to sort of prove they are worthy and they are of this level to then um, have the people they beat call out the champions instead. Yeah, seem to now line up behind behind those two. Which makes perfect sense. Absolutely. But that's happening. Um... We then go to the main event, which is awesome. Defending his belt against Masato Tanaka. This match is everything you expected to be. This match we've seen a lot of time. Um, a lot of power bombs. A lot of 
ruined elbows, chair shots to the skull. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't fault it. It's, it's nothing new as such, but I can't fault it. It, it. These two together are always a fun match. Absolutely. And, and um, it's not my favourite of their matches. Um, it's not a bad match, though. You know, it's they, they they never have bad matches. Sometimes they're more on than others. Uh, sometimes it's it's slicker than others. Um, yeah, it was it was a good match, albeit another match between them. What do you think is the match we've seen the most in our time watching ECW, all the oh, way from great. episode one to four hundred one? Great question. Um, up there by now. This got to be a bit. RVD Sabu's got to be up there. Yep. Because that's been going on since about 96. Dreamer Raven? Dreamer Raven. Yeah, that was, uh, that was solid for a while. Um, God, it's hard, isn't it? Super crazy uh, and Tajiri must be catching up. They must be catching up because that was every pay per view, every show for about four or five weeks in a row. So, I mean, Jerry Lynn and RVD is one you could pull, but that was more. It's not that much. It's a couple of pay per views. I'd, I'd say with them, maybe three, four times max. Because the one on TV that sort of got crazy because the impact players and that. And they had a couple of pay-per-views, but I don't think they've done any sort of real mad matches, like, no, all the time. But, um, yeah, maybe Tajiri Crazy. Have we even still seen that the last two weeks in a row? That's had a lot. Mm. I might go for that. But again, it's a good shot. Because Austin Tanaka had a massive bit where he disappeared for a while. Yeah. But, I mean, Austin yeah. Tanaka we've had over the longest time. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, in, in 94, 95, they'd pop in and have a match and then go back to New Japan. Uh, not New Japan. Um, FMW, FMW for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's man. been a few, haven't there? But... And some of them, you know, were made into, like um, Eddie and Dean became a, a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It, it, I, I was just thinking when I was watching it that, you know, is this the match that we've seen the most now? And it's got to be it's, it's definitely high up top there. four. Yeah, I think this um, Sabu RVD and um, Crazy Tajiri have got to be up there. I mean, Malenko and Eddie Guerrero went on for a good few weeks. Yeah, but but only a few weeks in comparison yeah. to... No, no, 100%. Know, I reckon that'd be a top five. I think it was about five weeks in a row, I think, wasn't it? Jerry Lynn, just yeah. incredible, had a fair amount of... Uh, well, Jesus, yeah, they had a best of seven. Yeah. There wasn't even best, a best of seven until... Best of 77, I think it was. Yeah, it didn't even end up being the best of seven until they realised we'd been fighting for so long they thought, well, I might as well make it the best of seven. 
Uh, but yeah, so Sharon did my awesome retain. She took us to Hardcore TV episode 356, 19th of February, 2000. We cut straight to the ring as New Jack is setting a table on file. Then we get Bulls suplex of Grimes through it before Angel comes in the ring and takes them both out. I'm glad we finally got resolution. Oh, wait. He's the king of the street. Oh, he's the king of the street now. It's really weird that, you know, you've got this tag team superplex through a flaming table. Kind of flaming table. Could have done with some more light fluid on there to keep the flame up. Kind of started going out by the time they... Anyway, yeah. Um, But you've got this match, this kind of, you know, high spot match, this this pay-per-view high spot quality match. Um. And it's it's a thirty second before they've run the the credits. Look, this happened. Yeah, it's just always it's very weird how they slip this stuff in now. It almost feels like they are sort of changing, changing direction. But um, the people like the New Jackson that would be such a prominent part of the show, and now it's very much just we still do this, but it's more. Um, for the highlight reel than actually sort of show it. So HPW yeah. did um, flaming tables, but I think they actually used petrol. <laughs> and obviously when people land, the air didn't knock it out. And I can't remember who it was. It might be Supreme, which is probably set on fire. That's not really a surprise. Um, we didn't get the first full match of the evening. Little Guido versus Chaz Taylor. We got a bit of history on Chaz Taylor. So his father was a wrestler for a promotion. I was going to um, search for him, but I didn't see the point. No. I just, I just don't really think Chaz Taylor um, went on to do a lot. What do you think? No, it I search for Chaz doesn't Taylor? feel like it. Um, I thought that um, I think um, Little Guido did a, a lot of good stuff with it. Um, yeah, as solid enough match um, didn't generate too much kind of excitement but was fine. fine don't know how many times I can say fine in, in a small sentence you can say plenty you just stole him for that Chaz Taylor I was I was waiting for your, your Wikipedia of Chaz Taylor to load up I'm assuming it's a big page that needs a lot of data um... to load Bit of Triple A in '92. He seemed to end up very much in NWA. Oh, he's in TNA in 2004. You can find out that. Oh, D. 3000 Shark Boy defeated Chess Taylor in C.W. Anderson. There you go. Mm. So now we know. And then um, he did a lot of um, NWA. Not with the NWA TNA, just normal NWA sort of stuff. And um, I think just last match, 2018, I believe. Looks like he was the son of Tugboat Taylor. There we go. I knew it was someone. Um, yeah, so Guido won. Not really a surprise. Would have been a little bit crazy if he had lost. That happens. Um, we didn't talk about RVD being out for about 12 weeks. And um, 
they get right, so 12 weeks yeah really doesn't feel the grand scheme of everything no so I, I I thought he was out for like a year mm. 12 weeks I mean feel that they they looked after Shane Douglas as champion for longer than that Stanger, then Terry's bicep and was out for ages. Yeah. If I'm honest, I think they probably viewed it as the easiest opportunity to get the belt off him. Maybe, maybe, maybe they it's, got to a point where, you know, who do you have go over? This is it. It's this kind of weird, like, we've already sort of signaled that we're moving up to the world title picture against Alton. And uh, I think within 12 weeks, Awesome's probably gone, isn't he? Not long. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think he's around. Everything, everything sort of implodes very quickly. Although last time I said someone wasn't around for much longer, it turned out I was completely <laughs> wrong. So, that will um, be an XPW. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, the other side of that is that you, you don't get any return on everything you've just built up with RVD. No one gets the rub from from being the guy that's finally beaten. No, which is which is important because you get a lot of sort of self-made people by doing that. You know? And it would it mm. would have helped a lot, a lot of people. But um yeah, he's out and they show the full match from him against Sabu guilty as charge. Um again good match obviously awesome. wins. You can go back on our Give his charge show if you want to listen to us talk about it a little more in depth. But yeah, that happened. Um, we're told that we're not going to want to miss next week's uh, TNN. So we won't. We'll watch that. We then got Kid Cash versus Simon Diamond. Is this the first kind of Kid Rock, Kid Cash that we actually see? Um, I. I mean, I think there's been a slight evolution towards, but this is this struck me as the first, yeah, out and out kid rock. I mean, you know, he's obviously coming out to um, Bud Widder uh, in yeah, this, so, yeah. Even his intro felt like they tried to do the sort of kid rock sort of scream at the beginning, but kid cash instead, yeah. But um, yeah, so Kid Cash came out. I was disappointed with this for the main reason. The match itself is like fine. Kid Cash wins, but Kid Cash wins because of an assist from Jazz. And my only gripe is, isn't Kid Cash going on to fight Mike Awesome at the <laughs> pay per view? Yeah, but that's only because he's RVD's friend. Probably, but no, wouldn't it be? I know it probably falls into that match rather than like a set-up feud. But surely you would give Cash some sort of momentum to beat in Simon Dean or something, Simon Diamond even. Um, just like clean or something. Get um, Jazz involved in it. If you, if you must, if for whatever reason you're going to continue this and you, you want to, you can get Jazz involved in this quite easily without her being the reason he wins because you just get 
silly friend to to try to get involved, and she gets in the way, and mm. she takes care of him. You know, she can be the equalizer. She can be the one that stops the 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 the, the dastardly heels getting on and doing something, and that can get her involved, and it can you know he can she can cost him the victory in that sense. But to actually physically get involved and lay him out um, just feels a bit strange, to be honest. Yeah, I, I thought that. But um, it did help Cash get the win. So he marches on. Uh, we then get highlights of awesome Masasa Tanaka again that we just spoke about from TNN the night before. We've got Tommy Dreamer promo. Um, like Dream is basically here asking why does he still wrestle um, with two herniated discs in his back and everything else. He then says he does it for the people. Um, him and RVD thank the people for all the support they get. And it's, it was, um, just, to be fair, it's just, it made no sense for this to be on the show. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, for the computer game because they've um or the video game um obviously done a signing somewhere you know and they closed down the street and over three thousand people and you know kids were truanting and then got sent home sent back and then came back and got their truant slips signed and um <clears throat> but yeah it was just a bit um it, it was a bit rambling it kind of went off in directions and i'm not quite sure why um but he's he's thankful for the sport basically yeah which is nice but it's just again it's like um it's not a feud it's not anything it's just it's just a thank you promo um we then get to the end of awesome masato tanaka i forgot we were still watching this match but there we go we got the ending of that little cheeky promo in the middle just for the sake of it then we cut to a promo from paul Heyman. Um, who basically runs down a list of all the people who went to the hospital after the show and how WCW would have basically been crying and panicking, but not ECW because they'll be back and the revolution has just begun or continue or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the revolution beginning is something that obviously is that, or just beginning is something obviously in their, their, their talk points because, again, Dreamer was very keen to hit that topic in his promo as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was um, ECW on TNN also list of are in the hospital, um, you know, so judge Jeff Jones and Raven and um, everyone else and, and, you know, pretty much everyone else. Um and I don't know whether it's almost kind of like of a backhanded apology as to why it felt like a bit of a starless kind of couple of shows. You know, we had the Impact players matched on twice. I think this is the first time we've ever really seen um, on ECW on TNN absolutely just kind of lifted and dropped straight into um, hardcore TV. Hardcore TV. Uh, not you know up you know here's the same video package from the the pay per view that we've just watched but like you know here's the match that we've just shown you and we're going to show you in its entirety again 
uh, that plus a, um, uh, this is from the last pay-per-view, um, you know, the, 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 the percentage of new content on it was, was fairly small. Um, so I don't know whether part of it was as a kind of explanation as to why um, we didn't see much else going on. But yeah, it was, it was you know, apparently everyone's injured and if it was another promo, if it was another um, organisation, they'd be upset. I'd be devastated by it all. Um, and that's the shows this week. Um, most importantly, um, Jay, what's your match of the week? Um, I'm going to go with Awesome and Tanaka. Uh, as we said, you know, it's it's not their best match, but it's always a, a solid match. Yeah. Um, you know, they 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 just continually tried to kill themselves and kill each other. Um, and, and, you know, it comes across that the, the chemistry that they had was just undeniable. Um, yeah. Maybe overused as we discussed, but absolutely undeniable. So uh, yeah, so good they showed it twice. It was very true. Um, you can get involved in the conversation. Obviously, ECW action figures, memories, Francine's birthday, whatever you want to tag us in, we are always grateful and love to get involved in the conversation. Anything extreme, you can even chat modern wrestling if you want, but we doubt you want to. Um, Simply find us at underscore Sports Arena on Twitter or Instagram or search Extreme Rewind. You'll find us. We are there. Yeah. Have a great week. And we'll be back next week for more um, Extreme Rewind. Relive the revolution. Happy birthday, Francine. And just like RVD, that whole fucking show. <laughs>